As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hi, this is Megan, and welcome to Genealogy Explorer, where we dive into the family history of listeners just like you. And today we have another solo episode uh, where I will be discussing uh, different ways to obtain family photos that you might not have. Uh, maybe you're looking for a photo of your great-great-grandmother, or you're trying to find other photos uh, in your family tree that just, you know, it's it's stressful to have a family tree and then you don't have a profile photo for one of uh, your ancestors or you want to see how far up you can go with finding photos. Um, so I have a few tips and tricks for my listeners today uh, just to think about other ways photos that you might not think about. But let's go ahead and dive into it. Um, well, before we begin, uh, I have a lot of experience with finding photos, whether it be for myself or for other people. Um, it's taken a long time to gather all the photos I have for my own personal family tree. Uh, and even still, I am still looking for family photos. I am still adding more and more to the gallery. Uh, so I have started from the bottom. I've started with no experience and I've worked my way up over the years and just compiling as many photos into this digital uh, resource as I possibly can. And it also makes just to be a, a great resource uh, for your family to see family photos of everyone in the tree. And I think it's just a great way to show all those family photos. Uh, so that way they have one place that they can find everything. Uh, now, of course, you should always keep the originals. You should always, uh, if you're doing restorations, uh, keep the original copies. Um, you should have the physical uh, photos in a protected area. Um, whether that be in a box or in an album, but you should always keep them protected and out of the sun. Uh, that keeps the t deterioration level low uh, because you you don't want to you don't want to destroy photos. Um, I would scan them. You know, I, there's a scanning app on uh, most uh, smartphones nowadays. Uh, you can also scan them with a machine or, but like I said just taking a photo of it or scanning it on your phone would suffice. So you want to get those digital archives of your photos onto the uh, website and then you want to keep your physical photos safe. So I want to specify that you want to keep those physical photos in a safe place and untampered with and unmet, like you just don't want to mess with them, just leave them as is, and then do any digital restorations, you know, 
online on the phone or on the computer. You know, you just want to keep the original intact while you're, you know, maybe restoring or colorizing uh, these photos on the digital side of it. So keep the originals, restore if you need to, but keep them in one spot, all the originals in one spot and uh, always be respectful. So that's always uh, be mindful and respectful when you're uh, looking for these photos. So let's go ahead and dive into it. So uh, for the first uh, way of gathering photos is the most obvious uh, and that is just asking family. So when you ask family, I want you to remember uh, just to be mindful and to consider, you know, if this is someone who has recently passed away, maybe, you know, be mindful of how you're asking. Um, But it's always a good way to reconnect with your family. Uh, Just asking your grandparents, asking your uh, aunts and uncles and cousins and anyone higher up in the generational uh, family tree. So the higher up in the generations it is, you know, the better photos you might get because I... uh, I asked my granny for our photos and she has a ton. Uh, she still has a lot to go through in her home. We are going to go through that next time I visit in April. And um, I asked her for some photos and she had so many photos. She went through her computer and she went through boxes of photos and I was able to uh, upload many, many photos of, um, you know, my great, great uncle and my, uh, like her siblings and her aunts, her uncles and her grandparents. Like it was pretty cool to see um, how far up I could go in the family tree with photos just by asking my grandparent. Uh, I mean, it's the most obvious thing in the world, but you know, people are shy. People don't think about it, but I would always ask and ask, just ask around, see who might have photos. Like if you don't have photos, do you know someone who might have photos? I uh, connected with my uh, great, great auntie that way. She lives in Cheltenham and we uh, connected because I was looking for information of the Cheltenham side of my family. And so I got in contact with her and I was able to ask her for some photos and I received way more photos as well on top of that uh, from family on the Cheltenham side, which I didn't have a lot of photos of. Uh, The Cheltenham side was my um, great grandmother's side of the family. So my mother's mother's mother, uh, that side of the family. Uh, And I didn't know a lot about that side of the family. I didn't know uh, my second cousins or my aunts or my uncles, like my great great aunts and uncles on that side. Uh, So because I was able to ask and connect that way, I was able to reconnect with the family and gather lots of photos. And uh, my auntie, she also has a bunch of uh, photos put away. And uh, we're going to go through that next time I go over there as well, because I was able to visit Cheltenham last summer and it was great. And I got to meet a bunch of people. And um, next time I go, we will go through the photo uh, boxes together and I'll scan and, you know, upload as many photos as I can. Uh, an important part of this would be to ask if you are okay to upload the photos. I know that might seem a little redundant, but you always want to ask whoever you're gathering these photos from, is it okay if I upload them to Ancestry or Family Tree or any of the other uh, genealogy websites? Uh, Always ask if it's okay to upload. 
uh, those photos. Uh, most of the time, you know, people don't have an issue with it because it's just your family tree. So you always want to ask permission uh, before you upload photos. Uh, like it's, I know some people think oh, it's better to ask for forgiveness and permission, but in this case, it's really important to respect the privacy of uh, people's family members. Uh, even though it's your own family, you know, it's someone's mother, it's someone's sister, it's someone's whatever. Just be mindful and ask for permission before you just go ahead and dive right into uploading uh, photos. And uh, so, yeah, that's the first step. That's the first way I would get into it. I would compile all the photos from family members as you can. The second step is a bit shaky. It's a bit, uh, takes a lot of confidence. Uh, and that is to ask your DNA matches and your family tree connections. And I know that's a big one. But uh, it's something you kind of got to work into. Um, be patient, be mindful, find out the relation first. So you want to find out how you're related to a, this close DNA match or this family tree connection. And you can see family tree connections. Um, and that is people who uh, share a family in their family tree with you. Uh, if you go in your hints, this is based on Ancestry only. I don't really do a lot of uh, other genealogy websites. I strictly, not strictly, but I tend to work more on Ancestry, but um, at least on Ancestry, if you um, look in hints, especially on the web web browser side of things, you can see uh, family tree hints where you can see your family ancestor in other people's trees. And that's another way you can find people who you might be related to. And you can also see people who have saved photos, uh, saved photos that you've uploaded. You can see uh, who's saved them onto their family tree on the web browser side of things as well. And that's another way you can find family tree connections. But like I said, be patient, be mindful, find out what your relationship is first and have a conversation. Like seriously, just talk. Talk about like who you each other are, get to know each other, you know, and then really dive in to see if they're like actually interested in their genealogy. Because a lot of people, they just build the tree and then they just leave it and they haven't really looked at it in years. Or maybe they did the DNA thing and they got it for Christmas, but they weren't really interested in the family, family tree side of things, but only in their uh, DNA percentage composite. Uh, so again, just see how interested they are in this conversation and in with finding photos for you. And uh, so just be patient. Don't just jump into it. Don't just be like, okay, where are the photos? Do you have photos of this, this, and this? Be patient with it. Just have a conversation. Let it flow naturally. Uh, and then get the photos that way. So I've gotten some photos um, from Family Tree Connections. Um, I've also gotten photos from Family Tree Hints. I've had uh, somebody on my dad's side who uploaded a bunch of photos uh, whenever I think his mom was moving or something and he was um, emptying out all the photos and instead of just tossing them to the side, he actually uploaded them and uh, knew who were in the photos. So he was able to tag the people in the photos. And because he was, he did that, I was able to get that hint and um, was able to upload it to my own tree. And that was really cool because I got to see a photo of my great grandmother and my great great grandmother. Uh, and that was a 
that was very interesting. It was whenever they were on vacation in Blackpool, I believe. Uh, and that was really cool to see. So again, just be patient, uh, be kind. Don't force people like, don't be forceful. Don't be like, I need to see the pictures. Just, you know, take it easy and see if they have anything that they'd like to offer up. I like to offer photos. I like to be like, well, I have some photos I'd like to share. If you have any photos you'd like to share. So that way it's a two way street. And I think that's a good way to hop into things and to really, um, get the ball rolling with your um, photo collection, asking family, and then asking family tree connections and DNA matches. So once you do all that, once you've run out of people to ask, uh, the next step I would look into, and this is more of a a United States um, American-centered answer, uh, because I know some countries don't do this, uh, but that is yearbooks. Uh, school yearbooks. I know a lot of countries uh, don't have yearbooks or it's not like the norm, but it is in the United States. So I'm going to talk about it just a little bit. Um, so yearbooks are typically available on Ancestry. Uh, some of them uh, are uploaded and scanned onto Ancestry and you can find people that way. Um, so instead of looking at the photos filter on uh, the search bar, you should look into um, school yearbooks and you can find a lot that way. Um, if you're local to the area, and your family is local to the area, you can also go to the library and see if they have any yearbooks from the local schools, if you know the year and the school that they went to. Um, If uh, that's not an option, you can also, this is really weird, but you can check eBay. A lot of people sell uh, used and old yearbooks from various years. So uh, look up the year, look up the school on eBay and see if anyone's selling a yearbook in your area of that school. And maybe you could find uh, an ancestor in that yearbook. Um, I've done that before, um, where I've found yearbook photos on Ancestry. Um, I've heard of people buying, uh, books, yearbooks on eBay and finding, uh, family photos that way. Uh, I'm part of some Facebook groups and they talk about how they've been able to find, uh, photos of family members in yearbooks, uh, through eBay, um, and other like Facebook marketplace and places like that. Um, so eBay is it's not strictly eBay, but there are other places you can buy your books online. But if you can find any uh, that you could f- utilize and uh, apply to your family tree, then that's a good place to look into because uh, your books have some great photos. I mean, not just the school pictures, but you've got club pictures and you've got sports pictures and things like that. And uh, usually they're tagged and the names are right there and you can look through it and see if you can find your ancestor and the uh, might not work for like very, very old, like higher up generations of family members. Like it's not going to obviously work for like people in the 1700s maybe, but like there are some in the late 1800s and early 1900s and you'd be surprised what you might find. Um, And speaking of eBay, another tip, my fourth uh, resource would be to look into eBay. And I know that's really weird, but or Facebook Marketplace or any of these uh, used uh, for sale websites. And that might be weird. But on top of your books, you should also look up antique photos from your local area. Uh, And I would use like search words such as like last names because people write names on the back of photos. So I would look up last names, full names. Uh, neighborhoods and um, and anything that could help you point out, you know, some antique photos that might have your family members in them. Because I, again, was reading in some Facebook genealogy groups and uh, they were able to find a ton of family photos 
from eBay. They were being sold on like from an estate sale and the rest of it was getting sold on eBay. And they had written down or they had listed out all the names that were on the back of the photos on the eBay listing. And they were able to find a bunch of family photos that way. And uh, it was pretty cool. I'd, I'd never heard of that before, but I looked more into it and it's actually more common than you think. There are tons of people selling antique photos. So, you know, that might be worth, you know, checking every couple of months to see if, you know, anything is up on eBay or on Facebook Marketplace or Craigslist or whatever, things like that. And uh, seeing if anything has popped up with your family's last name. Like I said, I would look in your local area and uh, places near you and neighborhoods uh, near you to see if, you know, there are distant family members just getting rid of antique photos of uh, people that you might even be related to. So again, that is a great um, resource to use eBay, Facebook Marketplace, Craigslist, things like that, and looking up those antique photos. Um, I would also check um, your local genealogy groups as well, um, which is a great resource. Uh, And looking into libraries, again, libraries have antique photos sometimes, they have uh, genealogy books, so I would look there as well. Um, My last resource that I have is uh, newspapers. And I know that sounds redundant and obvious, but you would be surprised how many people are in the local newspapers, whether that be for weddings, funerals, uh, births, um, things like that. Crimes, I've seen mugshots in some newspapers before, but there are, there's a large online archive of newspapers. Um, this might be a little American focused, um, but you know the, I believe that there might be some online archives for other countries as well. But some websites specifically for American newspapers would be uh, newspaperarchive.com, that is paid, uh, newspapers.com, that is also uh, paid, a paid resource, but uh, you can sign up with it through Ancestry. So if you have an Ancestry uh, membership and it includes newspapers.com, most people maybe don't realize that their membership includes newspapers.com, I would check that and see if it is included with that. And I would look there. Uh, Also, chroniclingamerica.loc.gov. That's a free resource that I found. I'll put all these links in my uh, podcast description. But that is a great place to look uh, for newspapers. And it's not a resource many people know about, but it's where I found a lot of newspaper clippings, newspaper photos. But like, I found wedding photos that way. I found... um, my stepdad's side of the family, I found a wedding photo of his parents, I believe, and that was through a Chronicling America, and that was um, a really cool experience, and I wasn't um, thinking that I would find something like that, but you'd be surprised what you'd find in the local newspaper. Um, and again, libraries are your best friend. See if they have uh, newspaper archives as well. Get a library card. Uh, this is a little segue, but please get a library card. Libraries are so crucial to genealogy work. They have so many resources, not even just books on how to do genealogy, but also like newspaper archives, antique photo archives, genealogy society archives, just so many resources that you can use. So as a sideway, libraries use libraries. That seems to be the uh, the common thread here for a lot of these resources. But um, when you're looking for the online resources for newspapers, you should look up full name. You should look up full name in quotations. I don't know if you know this, but full um, for 
quotation marks, that makes that means that you are looking up these exact words in this exact order. So that could be used on Google as well. So full name in quotation marks. You could look up the last name, especially if it's an uncommon last name in your local area. I've uh, found lots of pa- uh, pictures that way too, by looking up uh, uncommon last names in uh, neighborhoods or local newspapers. And also, a a different way of looking up a name, which people sometimes don't think about, is last name, comma, first name. Because sometimes they're listed in newspapers that way as well. Uh, You can filter based on year and location. Um, And like I said, check your local libraries for everything, because you will be surprised what you can find that way. So those are my tips, those are my resources, but I do have a few commenter suggestions. So I did post a video about this and had a few commenter suggestions that I'd like to share with you. Uh, so church anniversary books, visit your local churches, especially if you know your if your uh, ancestors visited those churches or were a part of those churches, it might be uh, worth it to check those church books. Uh, Facebook local groups, that could be... Um, anywhere from like genealogy groups or just family history groups. But Facebook groups are great resources. You can post about who you're looking for. You're looking for photos of this family, looking for photos of like this specific last name, things like that. Is uh, Genealogy societies are a great resource to look at on Facebook. I think I've mentioned that, but want to reiterate that. And again, Google Use quotation marks. If you use quotation marks, it will look up the exact wording for that name. You will look up quotes, da 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 da, end quote, and it will look up that exact name word for word. It might pull up newspapers, it might pull up websites with someone already uploading it, it might pull up ancestry results, um, might pull up other genealogy website results. So things like that are super, super helpful. Um, so those are my tips. Those are my commenter suggestions as well uh, for finding family photos for your family tree. Um, if you have any more suggestions, please feel free to comment on my uh, channel. That's uh, at Genealogy Explorer. Uh, there should be a video on there about family family tree photos. Uh, If you have any more suggestions, feel free to comment. Uh, That's a great place to look if you're looking for more tips. And if you are interested in being on the podcast, you can email me um, at genealogywithmegan at gmail.com. You can also message me on Genealogy Explorer on Instagram. I don't think you can message me on TikTok anymore. They've uh, changed the uh, settings on there a little bit, so it's a bit weird. But if you're interested in uh, reaching out for any genealogy needs, you can message me on Instagram or email me. So it's been great talking with y'all. I look forward to the next podcast episode. Have a great night.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.